Grand Rising. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time it is that you're listening to this podcast. I'd like to say welcome. This is Thoughts of a Black Girl. I don't know why, but when I come on here and talk to you all, I always, it's like a relief. I know that you all come on here and I have fans, I have spectators. Uh, spectators, I have haters, you know, and the the whole nine, right? And if I didn't have haters, right, I wouldn't be, there's something I would be doing wrong. There's something I must not be doing right. I think that's how it would go. So I just think, um, I believe I've even said it in a segment that haters are just um, unrealized fans. They're fans that don't know that they're fans, but it's all good. I welcome you all, love and light. And um, so I wanted to talk about some of the things that is going on as far as um, in the education realm. I know that you all heard some of my segments uh, where I've interviewed the kids and I've talked to the kids and this, you know, Thoughts of a Black Girl is um, predominantly geared youth nonprofit youth foundation right and where not only am I uh, trying to focus on being a visionary and giving these kids more to to think about strive for and think outside the box but also uh, allowing them a platform to express themselves whether it's talent you know, whether it's through the arts or it's other things that they like or um, would li- uh, just, you know, skills that they need, adulting skills that school doesn't ever seem to, uh, can't cover it all, right? So, anyway, um, I've been filling out FAFSA, right, for my daughter, and one of the things that's come to my attention is the fact that, one, I'm not filled out um, FAFSA for, um, and if you don't know what FAFSA is, it's just financial aid, um, the subsidized and unsubsidized loans that you can get through the government. Um, There's other uh, different parts of it that you can apply for, personal personal loans or government, uh, government loans. Uh, and it's really something that um, you go when you're, you know, trying to go to the higher level education, going to college and things like that, and so I was torn, you know, one part of me is like, you know, I want to take out the parent plus loans, and those are the loans that are me taking out the student loans for and the behalf of my daughter, and so she doesn't have to uh, accumulate that debt, and I thought about it, and I really w- considered it. I wanted to do it, but then on the other hand, um, a lot of financial gurus that I've studied, you know, make it known like you know that's one thing they didn't do. You know, they didn't pay for college. Uh, they didn't. Uh, they didn't pay for their child's college. They wanted that to be something that they had to earn. And, you know, whether they get the grants or the loans or whatever, they had to work for it because 
you appreciate it more when you do work for it. And I have seen the circumstances where someone gets their college tuition paid for by their parents and they end up, you know, jacking off their college career or college life because, you know, they didn't really either want to go to college, but they did because the money was set aside for them to, or they don't know what they want to be when they're in college, so they're changing their major, or they're going through college, and they end up quitting college, and their parents then had put all this money into it. So the scenarios can go on, you know, um, and so I decided, you know, what we decided to do with, you know, my daughter and from, you know, learning from my own experience of being a college grad, uh, she can get as many scholarships and grants that we can possibly get, right? Reward money, um, apply, 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 right? And then after we see who offers the the most money and then we counter offer if someone does better <coughs> sorry <coughs> excuse me if someone does better if a college or a university is predominantly offering more for room and board tuition costs <coughs> then we'll definitely uh, do counter offers and do some things like that so that she can get as close to, if not a free education without, um, loans and, 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 and student debt, right? Because, um, one of the things that a friend of mine was talking about and we had this discussion and it made so much sense and, you know, how we all know that the education system is not really conducive to all walks of life and to learning, period. Um, if you haven't realized or you do not know, some, a lot of schools have taken um, the ability to learn a trade out of the schools. There are some schools that are still offering things like that um it's nice if you can you know they offer like mechanic workshops so that when you finish school you have a little mechanic certificate or something or uh, they cosmetology in indianapolis there's schools offered with cosmetology so when you finish school you have you know your own you can just basically go into your own business or you know building building and that is really one of the best things that schools could offer right now is for people to have their find their niche find who they are right find what they want and possibly get into and learn uh, some type of skill trade that they can use with their hands and from there they're able to go into a to a job or go into a to working for themselves um i believe because school ultimately the um the mental of school is absolutely not for everyone um what i what i say that is the capacity what school's teaching ultimately is the structure. It's a structure 
of how they want how the society is supposed to be set up and ran right this is basically the conversation I had with my friend um not for verbatim but overall this is what um it made so much sense that the structure that the schools are set up as is is basically a work a worker nine to five type structure be here on time follow suit be quiet when you're supposed to be quiet walk in the line um here learn learn this 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 these key things right to function in society at this level and it may not have nothing to do with your job but or you may not ever use this information but what we taught you is the societal structure of how how things should go you know reading what you read can you comprehend come up with a um, a summary right of what you read and is it up to par to the standards of operating in society right with the test and the standardized test right and the benchmarks that the teachers have to hit with all students across the board no matter how or who they are right or their learning style or what they're meant to do with their purpose in life (laughs) so it's like it has nothing to do with their true purpose in life and so um then college so my friend mentioned, you know, college is just really a amplified high school, like an amplified version of high school. It's like, can you do everything that we taught you to do in high school on your own accord? Are you, re- are you capable of being that much of a responsible adult in society to our standards to operate and be trustworthy enough and to to go through this process right and he was like you know making and then to add insult to you know insult to injury there's pretty much when you're going to your undergrad being that it is amplified high school paying all this extra money for a name for for a university or um, a college or institution paying quadruple money to get the same class that you can get at any local community college is just not a smart smart investment and uh not wise when you're thinking of it you know in the long run or when you're thinking about it as a financial guru or someone who's taking um who's educated in financial uh and making wise decisions so I thought about that and I and I thought about how when I'm filling out <coughs> filling out the FAFSA how I was part of the hype did all this to ensure that my daughter would, you know, go to the best schools, the Ivy League, you know, I wanted her in Stanford, or why not go to, you know, um, Howard, or the top of the top universities, why not, right? However, the issue is, when we look into the black culture, how many of us are going to 
all black lawyers, all black therapists, all black dentists, all black, are we even utilizing our own people, first of all, in a lot of these professional entities and prof- institutes coming out of these institutions? No, we're not. So they're not going to get their return on their investment into that particular college if when they come out, we're not investing in them. Okay, yeah, sorry, I was interrupted briefly um, by my beloved. Uh, One day in the future, I may introduce him to you all, but for now, he will remain anonymous. Anyway, so as I was stating, it's just um, we're not investing in our black society as we should as far as the black culture. When we're needing dentists and therapists and things of such, a lot of times we're not, the mass majority of us, we're not going to make sure they're African American. And when they are, it's just not enough or there's not, there are none in the particular area. They all seem to migrate to a particular area like Atlanta. And so... That or uh, metropolitan areas, of course. Um, so that's another reason why, you know, the college students are not getting the return, even though they're being um, encouraged to continue their education to go to college. Although, what we do utilize, and a lot of we need carpenters and we need builders and we need those who can work on cars and we need those in the medical uh, field and things like that so um there are a lot of opportunities but we we as a black culture have to ensure that we're we have to look out for one another basically I believe that it's my duty to, if I see a child or if I, if a child is in, in, enters my life, whether a teenager or whether, wherever their their um, dreams, goals, aspirations, right? Even an adult, right? Because adults have inner children that they have to be worked on, and that have to cultivate, have dreams that were shattered or things that didn't come to pass, but for the most part it's like the children are the future and so finding out what their skill set is what their purpose is what they love to do what they um, feel called and drawn to even as a child right and then they can work on that skill that purpose so that they can fulfill their reason for being here because their reason for being here is definitely not to make sure they pass chemistry get into mcdonald's flip burgers and then work at the nearest factory for the rest of their life no pun against you if you went that route but it's a day and age right now where people are really needing especially when you don't have a day that's promised especially when people kids especially the teenagers in the black community are are getting shot left and right, killing each other, kill, kill, getting killed, being in, getting in circumstances, whether it's drug o- abuse or violence, uh, gun violence, or uh, even their own 
being even having predators adult predators right so not even if they watch out for the police they feel like they you know they got to watch out for the predators on the street that's trying to um traffic or rape or or kidnap or anything right and then they have to watch out for even the stuff we have to watch out for for even the stuff that they get access to over online and and predators on even um cyber predators and so it's just a mat there's a lot of things that could harm that are set to harm the youth and especially um i believe the minority youth and uh and it's our duty especially if you're a minority but even if you're not if you're a minority if you're a business owner if you're successful if you are educated even if you have a love for the minority and you're not particularly black or um or have any african-american descent or you're you know you're not of latin uh background things like that you still if it's in your heart space, it's in your heart space to do something as far as awareness, awakening, and helping the youth and helping even some of the schools integrate inclusion on skills. Because I know that I'm not the only one, and I'm, I'm absolutely sure that I'm not the only one who recognizes that the information that's being taught in the schools, if it's either one-sided or false, right? Uh, it's from one narrative of a story, right? Um, it's not everything, but there's someone in the education system that's approving what is learned. So there's a there's a mass of information that goes out to the masses, and that's if anyone learns more or anything of. In addition to that, they have to seek that outside where some skills are so important to learn that they actually should be the skills that were, are provided in schools instead of some of the unnecessary things that are provided or some of the lies that are told on some of these textbooks, right? So it's like, what do we need to do? What can we do as a community uh, to gear them out of the systematic approach to learning, to education, to going to school, to being taught in high school, to to feeling like, you know, uh, you're not accomplishing anything if you don't get good grades. You're not uh, you're not smart if your grades don't align to what their 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 level of smarts are right and I've talked about this several times throughout my segments because it's really important and I'm and I believe that eventually this platform and as well as others we can collaborate come together because that's one of the things that we lack in the black community just coming together wholeheartedly with a with like minds right to do a massive impact on the youth because the youth is who we're we're having to influence for the future it's not the ones that are about to see their deathbed we're not what what do we need to influence them for when they're not going to be here to to be influential anyway it's the ones that are coming up after us that can set the new world and set the new pace on how we perceive and how we go forth and how we stop the old systematic approach of oppression and the old systematic approach of education and and just and it's happening anyway you know I believe it's starting um it's something that is starting and has started 
Um, and the more and more that we are able to go forth and talk about these things and start doing things within the system and start creating opportunities and that's what thoughts of black girl is here to do as well create opportunities for these younger generation to have an awareness outside of the box okay and a thought process of you know how they can succeed and how they can make money without having to work for money right how to build wealth without having to go in debt right how to be smart smarter and and not have to be out here and going through the harder parts of things um now now don't get me wrong like in my previous segment you know things happen like my daughter losing her you know her best friend and a couple others throughout these last few months and throughout the last couple years just you know close individuals through gun violence and things like that there are blockages roadblocks and and unexpectedcies like I had said like unexpectedcies in life in general we have to be able to navigate through that and help those who have unfortunately went through some trauma and think hard things because you know I know for instance if you've read my book and if you haven't please uh, take this opportunity to go to Amazon and get you a copy of Victoria's testimony Um, the volume one is the one that goes through my childhood and, and things that I experienced um, and how I also triumphed and came through not only with the Bible, but now where I'm at now going into further in, um, further research and further, um, dissection of, you know, religion and spirituality and where things originated from because I'm all about the original. <laughs> and so with that, I'm just hoping that giving the opportunity, just even me not knowing, but now knowing I'm able to give my children the opportunity to make the best decisions for them based on their skill sets. Yes, I'm so glad that, you know, my daughter is wanting to be a lawyer. She wants to go to college, but she also is very aware of the systematic approach, the stigmas, the oppression, the, you know, the box. She, she's all aware of that and so we are going to do our due diligence and make sure that we're not feeding into the hype of you know all of the certificates and getting you know going having the ivy league name and being well connected and you know and and all some some of the sororities or making sure you know her her brothers in the fraternity it's not about none of that it's really just about connecting to who you are connecting to your purpose and your soul and whatever's meant to be in your life will gravitate to your life and really teaching her that and telling her that that even through this music that our youth is listening to that some of it is um we're seeing the dis does sorry y'all talking fast seeing the demise right we see the demise of a lot of the youth in the black community but also the music is signifying demise right it's it's having them chant the demise it's having them conjure up demise so me allowing the ones that 
are connected to me to be aware of the agenda, not only musically and educationally, just systematically across the whole board. They are aware. The youth that come into my life are aware and they are awakened younger at a young age. And it's because they can get the head start and they can start working on their purpose now because later could be way too late, right? They may not get the opportunity. Um, life goes by pretty darn fast once you're, once you know what your purpose is, but it goes even faster when you don't know, you know? So it's kind of like, get it together, <laughs> right? So, um, that was just some of the things that I had been doing and I'm going to go ahead and stick with Thursday's episode so I know that any of you that were waiting for uh, this week's episode you wait no longer I'm glad that you have tuned in to thoughts of a black girl again check out Victoria's testimony volume one it goes over my childhood and some of the unfortunate trauma and some of the things that I had went through as a child or some of the things I got into as a child without a lot of um instructional guidance and discipline uh, to stop. Now, don't get me wrong. When I say instructional guidance and discipline, I was told, you know, like a normal kid, don't do this, don't do that, right? Or this will happen, this will happen. But I am one, I was one to always have to find out by way of experience. It's not really like don't tell me not to do something because if you tell me, I may not do it. If I, if you give me the option, Hey, do this or do that. I may not do it. Right. But if you say do this and don't do that, you may get me doing what you say not to do. Right. That's the rebellious spirit that I had when I was a child, or you don't say nothing, then I'm going to choose. And what I choose may not be what you would have chose. And then there's a problem, right? Or there's rules. And I'm like, well, I'm going to do what I'm going to do and catch me if you can type of mentality. So, you know, it's not to say that I was the victim, um, I was just, you know, living and learning and growing and, and even as an adult now that I have lived through everything that I have lived through and gone and experiences and through my experiences, I have just come out to me on top. Um, to me, I've come out knowing more, being more resilient, being more um, aware, protecting myself and also protecting those who are in my life, right? And then allowing each person to really just be their own individual self. And so that they have no fear, that they are not held back. One of the things that paralyzed me a lot throughout my life was fear. So I, I had been um, paralyzed by moving forward or moving on certain things because of fear or there what to me coincides with fear is lack of confidence so if you remove fear and you gain confidence that is when sky is the limit that is when there is nothing holding you back that is when you can truly catapult to the next level and your trajectory goes from back then to now I'm high right so 
I I don't know for certain why I went on that particular tangent. I know I'm speaking to someone out there. These are my thoughts, and, and my thoughts can sometimes go off to random things, but all of it is in good, good intention. And also, let me let you know that if you're listening to this, just know that these are my my views, right? My opinions, my perspective. This is how I think. These are my thoughts, thoughts of a black girl. Now, when I have others on my show, when I have others on this platform, and when I go into going through, um, I'm going to be doing video, like I had said previously, going back to uh, video podcasting, uh, once all of that transpires and I start having um, guests and other people's perspectives based on their backgrounds, based on, you know, because different different backgrounds, for one, will have a different perspective, right? Different races and ethnicities, even different uh, classes, um, economic classes and, and different different things like that can have a big influence on how you think, how you how you operate, even how you see and view things. So not to say that my how I think and do things is is um the you know is is bond, right? Is is the only way, is the right way um by all means. I know that I think very um abstractly I, I think very objectively I I think outside the box I am very open-minded I can see both sides to a, a story and I try to go and I can't ever uh, pick sides a lot of times because I'm really you know when people are like I'm more left than right or right left I, I can be both um, I, I pose the question to uh, my friend the other day and I said you know would you rather be the hero or the villain and that's something you may want to ask yourself you know would you rather be a hero or the villain or a villain right what would what if you could choose what would you be right and that's something you may want to ask and and then why why would you choose to be the hero or why are you choosing to be the villain right um and and who, when you make your choices, does it impact in your life? Think about that. And um, if there's youth in your life right now, are, what kind of influence are you on, to, on them? Are you encouraging them to think outside the box and, not, and to f- follow their true passions and their true skills and talents, their God-given skills and talents? Because that's so priceless that no one can take away your God-given abilities. So when you find something that you are good at and it's, God, and it's through your God-given ability... That I mean, no fear, sky's the limit. You're you're going to be successful, hands down, and that's what it is. So, I mean, are you encouraging the the people and the youth in your life to to um, venture to that to that level to go there, right? And or are they just so damaged? Like a lot of people, a lot of I'm thanking God that God has given me who my daughter and my daughter onto me, right? Because she is experiencing some really hard traumatic events being that, you know, best friend getting shot and different things like that. And things like that happen to people, you know, throughout life, especially in the black community. Don't get me wrong. However, with the educational pursuit and the things that we have going on, 
we want her not to fall subject to the culture or to the lifestyle that could easily lead down violence and drugs, right? Just based on the music, based on the area, based on the friends, based on the race, <laughs> like, right? The race that we're in society is just the way it is. And so, um, being that I have given her nuggets throughout her life, not only nuggets, I'm educated and I don't hide and I let them know, you know, the agenda of the ones who perpetrate the agenda of those that are genuine and what it really is. And we have these deep conversations. So when life strikes as it does and as it will, right, things in life, the unexpected, the deaths, the hardships, she doesn't lose sight because I didn't give her a false sense of what reality was. She knows life. (laughs) she understands and I've given them my story I've allowed them to read it if they're able to comprehend so they know struggle as well they have not had to see it to where I've seen it they've had to see it on their level which is way better than what I've experienced but then the good thing of sowing seeds like this is that when they get to an adult level and they're able to take care of themselves and they're able to have their own children, they're going to do better than even I did. And I did a great job, but I know I could have did better. So they're going to look at their life and what I've done and they're going to proceed on to do better and it gets better and better. And because God has given me time right? I'm still here. I'm still working on this organization. I'm still here giving you all good information that you can use in your own life, or you could just use to have something to talk about, or you can use to expand your mind. Whatever you use the information that I get give you on my podcast platform, then utilize it however. I know that it's going to benefit someone, or it gives someone an idea or something that sparks <clears throat> Um, something, a movement, right, in in a direction, and hopefully a forward-moving direction, because that's what I would hope for those listening. And so, um, yeah, just continuing to move forward, and, and and with that, knowing that while I'm here, I'm still working on purpose. I'm still um, trying to do what I the best I can. And on top of that, cr- create and co-create a legacy that not, not only my children can fall back on, but their children, children, and or people from all around can get pieces and nuggets of what I've left behind or information I've given or things that I've tapped into or what's helped me in some way. And that's, that's it. Like what, what else is there, right? Other than to keep elevating, evolving and leading those to the light. I mean, that's what this life is about. (laughs) And, um, I thank you all for listening. I, as far as financial tips for, for listening or uh, financial tips for today, if you made it to this point, really just be really when I was talking about the colleges and FAFSA and things like that, really just being cognitive and smart when it comes to investing, even in education, right? Um, a lot of times right now, I can tell you, I don't owe 
if I showed you, hands down, I would have no problem showing you my debt to income ratio. I'd have no problem showing you right now what I owe. I owe a loan, a consolidated loan of over, it's $167,000. I don't have a lot of like, I'm building right now. So I'm building businesses. I'm trying to diversify my credit, all that, all my portfolio. I want to have cars and real estate and things like that. I want a diversified portfolio, not only on just stocks and, and bonds and different things that, um, I can get as far as assets and, and, um, and, um, mutual funds and things like that. But I want the, the other tangible assets, the cars, which is like really actual liability, but, um, and all the other, you know, real estate and things like that. There is none of that. I have none of that on my credit. I have a few credit cards that I don't try to use and I have a student loan. I would, my credit right now would be maxed to the, to, to the best of the best, right? I would have zero to no, no debt, absolutely none if it wasn't for a student loan. So I have every right and, and get you this, I've worked for Sally Mae. So not only have I been a college student, not only have I experienced the detriment of when I was trying to buy a house and all I had was my student loan debt, the student loan debt was so high and my income from my entry level position at my job, even though they only require, they, you can't get the job without having a bachelor's degree. My bachelor's degree and my master's degree was the only thing on my credit and I couldn't buy a house because my debt to income ratio, because my student loan was so high and my income from my entry level college position, right, wasn't enough. That's the setup. I've experienced it hands on. I couldn't get a job without this degree. This degree caused me to get in debt, but the 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 debt, the job doesn't pay enough to pay off the income, to pay off the debt, nor provide the life. So there's something that has to be done about it. That's why we're seeing the inflation. That's why we're seeing the increase. That's why the dollar is losing its value. It's, we're not, that's why people aren't working because there's not enough compensation. It's not making sense. So they know they have to make it make sense. And this new generation, they're not going to waste their time in college. They would rather sell some clothes to you, sell some shoes, sell some drugs, sell, sell water. If the water is from the distilled streams of Tabana, right? I'm just making up stuff at this point. I'm just saying, we have to be wiser, take the, our mistakes, that's what I know I do, 
take my mistakes, take my issues. I build upon that. Not so I keep making them, but so that I get better. I find out what works and I can proceed to tell you all, tell the youth, hey, don't go that route. I tried it. It didn't work out. Not to say that it won't work out for you, but I'm just letting you know there is an easier way or I'm just letting you know there is another route that you can take or hey try that route but if you do look out for this this and that okay that's 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 the being a leader right that's leading the people to the water even though that you don't have you can't make them drink the water and that's um my business financial tip for you, okay? Just if you're in school or you have a youth going, that's going into education, especially college, please look into that financially, right? Don't think you can't do it. I mean, you can afford to go and they, one of the easiest debts you can get is college debt. So believe me, you, you don't let the fact that you think you you can't go to college. You can always go to college. They're going to make the loans. You're able to get the loans, the grants, the scholarships. I'm, believe me, it's out there. It's available. But what are are you willing to be indebted, imprisoned to that degree based on whatever college institution, based on what you went to school for, based on your culture and your background, ethically, ethnicity, are people going to come to you for that thing? Are they going to use you for that? Or are you going to be utilized at the top of the ability? Right? Because people ultimately like getting advice for people who look like them, who's known the struggle, who's been through what they've been through. So think about that. So anyway... Thank you all for listening. Thank you all for tuning in. Please continue to tune in. Stay consistent. I'm going to stay consistent. Until next time, God bless you and peace be with you.